Be on the dugout, lace them up and we run out Step up to the place, swing away, or you get struck out Picture on the mound like you don't wanna face this Hit it so hard, you be running around the bases Do it for your teammates, do it for the fan Do it for your city, true ballers understand You gotta work together, you gotta find a way Put your body on the line and make that play Be on the dugout, lace them up and we run out Step up to the place, swing away, or you get struck out Picture on the mound like you don't wanna face this Hit it so hard, you be running around the bases Be on the dugout Beyond the dugout. Well, Beyond kia ora koutou katoa and welcome to episode 23. That's right, we are in the 20s, 23 in fact, for the 17th of September here. It is Jason Gibbs, aka Chopper, and the ever lovable, looking rather smooth today, might I add, it is Damien Collins. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. Kia ora everyone, kia ora brother. Mate, I am feeling quite smooth today. I had to, had to put on my mask, of course. And head on down to Jackson Street to see me old mate Terrence Davison for a fresh cut the from Harry the Harry Barber. Barber. You know it. You know it. He couldn't tidy up the bed though, mate. The bed's a bit mangy at the moment, but uh, oh. I'll just might get rid of it and go dirty mo for the first uh, first preseason. Nice. Yeah, the boys, the Harry Barbers, man, they've got it going on down there. Can't wait to get a trim up there next time down in... Uh, the 04. Right, how's things been going, man? With uh, I know you're still in level two. Was it 2.5 or mm-hmm. 2.7? Something all good down there? Oh, I'm all good, man. Like I, I, you know, I keep to myself anyway, mate. Um, of course, teacher aid and sports coordinator at uh, St Joseph's Primary School in Upper Hutt. So, so yep. it's it's in the car. It's down the street. It's it's into the school grounds. I I I walk a couple of meters. I haven't really noticed anything, mate. Uh, a lot of people see there's a lot of cars out on the road in the in the busy lower huts and upper in Wellington City. Um, some people say there's no difference. Uh, just a few more people wearing masks, and that's really how it is, isn't it? I mean, I haven't gone to a cafe, I haven't gone to a pub. None of that, none of that stuff interests me at the moment. I'm just keeping to myself and doing my own thing. I'm happy. <laughs> nice, bud. Nice. Um, little Booty tells me coaching basketball this week. I had my first basketball game ever uh, coaching, man. Yeah, I stepped in for the for the mix, uh, well, year five, year seven and eight, so intermediate. Yeah, I never coached basketball before in my life, man. I've sat courtside for the Wellington Saints the last six years, and, and I think I learned a thing, thing or two. We got smashed, man, 42 to, to two. To two, just just one goal, just one one shot. Did they, did they have yelling? Mate. They were so ecstatic from that one one goal and like pure surprise as well. Uh, but yeah, it was that they were taller, they were more drilled, they were everything. Um, but the team they got the kudos from the from the league uh, manager and the and the umpire after the game for their sportsmanship because they didn't stop smiling. They enjoyed being coached by an actual person that seemed to know basketball and and love basketball. So I'm now a basketball coach as well, man. I love it. It was awesome. No. Nice, good on you, man. Good on you. Big things to come there. St. Joseph basketball team going here for the <laughs> season. Rugby league, dude. Uh, last weekend, the big upset, the Rabbitohs getting over the Panthers, 16-10. to 10. Benji Marshall showing a bit of vintage form. Oh, we love when Benji's in vintage form, don't we? Sure do. Is vintage the same as vintage? I don't know, man. I, was, uh, I think uh, it was the slur of the internet that you heard no, not me. <laughs> Come on, man. It's late. I've been waiting for you. No, no. I oh, know. You had to wait till I finished the Kahoot. We were Kahooting it, man, because, 
you know, it's lockdown to. time for some parts of this country. Oh, true. Sorry, uh, my bad. So, yeah, all good. Uh, but, of course, this weekend, then, semi-final time. There's only three weekends left. We're down to six teams. It'll be the Seagulls taking on the Roosters. Uh, that's Friday night. And then Panthers against the Eels uh, on the Saturday night. So as we mentioned before, one of the hot favourites for the season was the Panthers. They lost. So the now sudden death got to beat the Eels to get to the preliminary final. That's the second to last weekend. Who you got, mate? Who you got? I know you love your league. Who you got? You know, when I picked Penrith, uh, to be honest with you, Still? Uh, it's the Panthers. Um, so that ain't looking for their shit hot. But you know what? <laughs> They're a good team, dude. The problem is it's the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, yeah. Those guys have won so many titles and the, year the, and year the out. dynasty that it is. Even when they lose their top players, they create new ones. Yeah, yeah, right. Don't they just... Working. They are. They are very cool. Uh, indeed, man. Uh, the ABs uh, on the weekend. <laughs> uh, another foe in Argentina. Yeah. And another scout, 39 now. Indeed. I was I was, I was, was actually quite... Well, not worried, but, you know, I thought this one was going to be tested. But um, you just see the times and how people aren't getting that regular ball and having those top tournaments that they're used to having in that international level. Um, yeah. You know, it, it speaks wonders when they get on the field and they go up against the All Blacks who have had some stellar games of, of late. So... Uh, you know, thanks for turning up, RGs. Always appreciate it. But um, yeah, our guy's too good, eh? Not going to lie. 39 0, not be happy with that scoreline if you could get that at the beginning of a match. But the game felt slow. And, and that was Argentina, to be fair, slowing the play down. Um, so they were there about trying to stop the, the ABs from scoring. They definitely weren't there to score points. So, yeah, they got a lot to work on. They'll take on the ABs again this, this weekend. This time, the main event, the Curtin Razor will be South Africa, Australia, when Quade Cooper, let me just kick you to another win after four years. I know, right? <laughs> and how funny, uh, it wasn't this year, like only a few months ago, that he uh, couldn't even get a passport or uh, citizenship. citizenship. And, then he, and yeah. then he goes and beats the world champs with his boots. So, you know, fair, fair play to the boy from, what was it, Tokoro or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Good on him too, man. You can see he's a bit more mature now, so that's 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 good to see. Yeah, Baseball, absolutely. we're in the last half of the last month of the regular season. So the races are really heading up for the to clinch their divisions or their their um their leagues and their divisions uh and if in the west where my team is the dodgers they are hunting down the san francisco um so that should be giants as they uh, as they go out to the season there's still one and a half games back it'll be an interesting run in between the two of those teams who wins the berth the other one we have to go to the wild card of course elsewhere in the league maybe atlanta and philadelphia are still got a chance to hunt each other down but other than that, man, it's pretty much sorted. <laughs> I've always got such great input when it comes to baseball, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, who's your team? Is it Milwaukee, Tampa Bay, the Chicago White Sox, or the Houston Cheating Astros? It wouldn't be either, any of those teams. If I, were, oh, well, if I had to pick one, I yeah. guess the White Sox. Okay, well, they got a good team this year. And the, all those teams I just read out, they are going to clinch their division. So okay. they'll be all going to the playoffs. It's uh, coming down to that uh, pointy end of the, of the season. So looking forward to that, my friend. 
Nice. Speaking of American sports, NFL kicked off, baby. Mate, how big a spectacle is that? And you see, you see the crowds are back, mate. It's uh, it's all going, America, man. Everything is just full, full to it's. I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. Dude, we, the game in the new stadium in Vegas. Are yeah, you that, kidding me? Yeah, that Vegas, uh, the Raiders' new stadium in Vegas is is something pretty special. Eh? They had a uh, they had a wrestle uh, SummerSlam there recently as well. <laughs> so you know, I love my wrestling, mate. And yeah, uh, yeah mate, it is quality. And you you should check out the virtual um, video of the tour online. Place, yeah. Places, oh, it's amazing. Off the hook. Yeah, it's got its own ball and everything. It's yeah, it's crazy. Oh, it got me from the get go when they had the highlight of it, and the um, the dude from uh, is it from UFC? He's like, yeah, yeah, buffer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not Bru- yeah, Bruce, not Michael. Yeah. They had Bruce. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wait, do you reckon those two actually have announcing uh, competitions at? Thanksgiving for coming into the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Without a doubt. Talk about coming into the room, man. How good was Tanisha Hokamo last week? Oh, she was awesome, man. Yeah. No, I've been a big fan of um, Ty or t- Tiny or Ty uh, for, you know, since, since getting to know her last few years, uh, being around those people uh, more and um, getting to know her story and what makes her tick and, how super intelligent she is and what she's gone through to have that mental toughness now as well as that intelligence. Um, yeah, she's the all-around package and I, I, she's just beginning, just beginning. She is indeed. One of my favourite interviews, to be fair, uh, to date, uh, doing uh, Hokamo's uh, live story. Um, and if you haven't had a listen to it yet, go back to it last week, 22nd episode 22, and uh, chomp yourself right into it. It's a beauty. Coming up this week, though, man, we have got one of uh, arguably the controversial international players, but also, man, one of the one of the great left-handed hitters. Yeah, if you if you meet him and get to talking to him, you wouldn't think any anything butter wouldn't melt. Um, you know, he's he's hell of a nice guy, old buddy, and um, to get the story of uh, the double. National world champion? How do we put that? How's the how's the dual citizen world champion? I don't know, man. He's 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 a, he's a three time, twice without Golden Holmes. Black sucks. Yeah, I, th- I said it. I can say uh, Golden Holmes as well. Chop. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no, great great talk with Barty, um a couple of weeks ago in lock a proper lockdown. So um, yeah, no, it's good to get this one out. It was indeed Tyrone Butterelli, simply a legend, as you as you alluded to, wins a World Cup with Australia first. The next World Cup, not like in a couple, the next one he plays for New Zealand, boom, and wins. Mm, yeah. Salty little, but you know what? They're all good now, and uh, and I'm glad that he made the move, man. He's been a great guy to watch, and he's not finished yet. No, he's not finished yet. He's uh, matured. Uh, like fine wine, and and to think, uh, and to, wait, guys, listen. When he started his career, just just the start date, you know, for what he's done already. Just just listen when he actually picked up a softball bat. <laughs> he is indeed born in Australia. Let's find out a little bit about him. Who's Barty? Get him in the house. Let's go.
Well, 60 test caps under his belt, banging from the third base. It's the boy from Papanui. Ah, ah, scratch that. It was Brisbane originally. It is the Golden Homes Black Sox superstar third baseman Tyrone Bartarello joins us here on Beyond the Dugout. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Jason and, and Damien. Thanks for having me on the show. It's okay, buddy. I wonder when my mother was going to talk to you and tell you to call me Jason. That's all good of you. Hey, man, <laughs> thanks for taking the time, buddy. I know it's a different circumstance in New Zealand at the moment, but it's just great for you to give us a bit of your time and a bit of an insight to uh, the life of Tyrone Bartarello. We've seen your exploits on the softball diamond, but we'd love to get a deeper insight. I know Damien wants to find out a little bit more about you too. I sure do. So let's go. Dude, let's start from the very beginning. Well, I guess, wait a minute. And Maldi Custom, the first thing we should ask is, uh, nor here queer, where are you from? What's your genealogy? Uh, I'm from uh, Brisbane, uh, born and raised, Australia. I uh, moved over to New Zealand now and been here since I was 21. I'm 37 now, uh, living in Christchurch. Fantastic, TK. Almost sounds like a Tinder profile. That was pretty good. <laughs> but you, um, Brisbane was the first place I actually uh, met you uh, when you were starting uh, in the game. Of course, you 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 didn't start in softball, though, did you? No, I started um, baseball um, from when I could walk. Uh, my family was a big baseball background. Um, uncles, uh, my my pop. Um, so that's where I brought up was on a, on a baseball field. Um, and then I didn't start playing softball till I was, uh, 19 under, under 19 tournament in Brisbane. At some stage you had to see the light. Nah, just joking. Uh, <laughs> dude, was there any other, um, codes that you played growing up that were, um, you know, a big part of your life? Yeah, I played uh, rugby league, uh, for a high school, um, and nice. for, yeah, club, um, went to, uh, High School of Excellence for Rugby League. Did so, you? Wow. Yeah. Um, Tell me, I've got a quick question on that. Would you have hit that drop goal the other night for the Warriors? Oh, yeah, that was my, that, that's my number one thing, drop oh. goals. Okay, I know, I know Reese Walsh is cute and all the girls like him and stuff, but dude, hit a drop goal one zone. Yeah, or kick some goals. Yeah, kick <laughs> some goals. That's the one. <laughs> uh, oh, so Rugby League was a big part of your life. Yeah, I just growing up when I was younger till I was about uh, 15. Yeah. Um, then uh, stopped playing that to uh, play baseball uh, for Queensland, um, under-23s, Queensland. Uh, and then, yeah, came over to New Zealand when I was 21. Cool. What position in baseball were you? Uh, shortstop. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah, pretty much played all my life at shortstop. Yep. I did see a little pitching stat of yours uh, at a club nationals here in New Zealand. I'm not going to say what the ERA was. Let me just ask a question. Did you ever get much time on the hill? Uh, not really. I was a closer normally when there was no runners on. <laughs> Good idea. Good idea, bud. Yeah. Um, mate, uh, the big move uh, to New Zealand, of course, you decided to find the sunniest and uh, warmest city <laughs> of the country to, to migrate to, of Christchurch? Yeah, Christchurch it is. Um, yeah, well, I guess, not sure if everyone knows a guy called um, well, Jerome Smith. And, well, um, he came over to Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and played for our Bruins side. And then yep. he asked if we wanted to come back and and play for Papanui. So we come back. Um, I you know, was keen to come and try out New Zealand. 
and I did. Come over here for six months, play, and went back home, and then come over again. Um, yeah. How do you sell Christchurch, so? though? Yeah. Lucky you, bud, to pick Christchurch. And the Christchurch is a beautiful city, to be fair. Uh, with a lot of great, great features uh, going on. Now, uh, you touched on something just then. I just want to ask this question. You were with Bruins in, uh, in Aussie and in Brisbane, Papua Nui in New Zealand. Did you ever play for any other clubs? Uh, only at tournaments. Like I've played yeah. for, you know, I've played for PK at the PK tournament. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But season-wise, you've always played for the one club. I've always played for one club, yes. Is that important? Do you mean to be loyal? It is very, yeah. Especially yeah. to a club that's, you know, given so much to me. So, you know, uh, I'll stay loyal to them. That's pretty cool, isn't it, Damien? I love that stuff. You know it. Yeah, 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 without a doubt, man. Anytime we get a chance to talk to a brother that's uh, played for one club uh, throughout mm. their career, uh, you know, that's that's pretty impressive. We see too much of that these days with the kids kind of moving around or parents think, I've got to put him there or got to whatever. Try loyalty. You might be there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the Derek Jeter of Papanoi. Yeah. <laughs> love it. I love it. I love it indeed. Well, you, man, you have been the Derek Jeter um, because you have an impressed uh, outstandingly. Um, and I guess if we talk uh, getting the start in softball, how did that come about, like making the transition to play softball as well as baseball? And what did you feel the differences were? Um, yeah, so like when I was 19, I... Uh, Filled in for my uncle's team uh, one one weekend. Uh, Is that Uncle Ray? Yeah, Uncle Ray. Yeah. Um, and from then on, it was every weekend. Uh, it was the hardest thing to to do was probably hit a rise ball. Um, mm-hmm. About two years to to lay off one. Uh, but other than that, it was you know softball was a fast paced game. Um, it was. You know, very enjoyable. Uh, lots of friends you make along the way. Yep. Um, and, you know, now I've gotten to travel around the world playing softball. Yeah. But, but um, for some people that may not know, I know, you know a lot of people know about you already, but you have a twin brother and, and Travis. When you made the move to New Zealand, was that the first time kind of separating, playing together? Uh, well, he actually, he was over here just before me. So yep. he was here for eight years as well. Mm-hmm. We played in the same team, uh, but then he yeah he, he moved back about um, three years four years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's been that long since I've seen him. Yeah, yeah actually, I was meant to go back in August fifth, um, but you know, Auntie Jacinda closed the borders. You're just happy she's closed the border to Auckland. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that did not end up happening, travelling over to Perth to see uh, my dad and my brother. Uh, cool. Are we going back for a holiday? Uh, holiday and, yeah, and to play a bit of softball. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's the one, bud. Awesome. When when you came to New Zealand, how did you feel the softball was compared to uh, what you experienced in Australia? Um, I could just tell that. Um, New Zealand loved their softball here. Um, you know, they were proud. They they trained hard. Uh, you could just see, you know, before they played a game, you know, they all walked together as a team. Um, uh, the whole uniform stuff was, you know, they all looked the same. Mm-hmm. Um, it was 
quite cool to to see um, in the culture of it as well. It's just um, blown me away, really, on um, how New Zealand softball is pretty much a main sport here. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Pretty man. much. That's, pretty much. Yeah. It's a great insight, buddy. Great insight. Um, a big moment for you, for sure, um, for those who don't know, is um, you have won uh, three gold medals at a World Cup, come first three times. Only two of them for New Zealand. The very first one was for Australia back in 2009. Dude, tell us about that. Yeah, it was. Uh, a little while now. <laughs> it still felt like yesterday, really. Yeah. Uh, basically, oh, just to go to Saskatoon to um, – I never thought about playing softball for Australia, mm. uh, New Zealand as well. But, um, yeah, like playing against some big teams, especially New Zealand, um, just to get the experience. I was, I was about 24 years old. Um, yeah. It was just uh, amazing. You know, I, I didn't play in the field then. I was – I got to DP most of the games. Mm-hmm. It was just the header, um, and and then to to walk away with a gold medal, um, especially you know against the best team in the world, New Zealand. Uh, yeah, it was a dream come true, really. Man, coming out party for Adam Folkard that tournament for sure. And of course, his efforts in the final no hitting uh, New Zealand would have been something to experience. But just the atmosphere of it, Saskatoon is a big ballpark there. When it's packed out and maybe eight thousand odd people, what was that like? Oh, that was unbelievable. Yeah, the stands were were packed. Uh, you couldn't get a seat anywhere. Yeah, it was about eight thousand people just screaming. Um, it was yeah. It was unbelievable, really, the, the atmosphere. You just had to block it out when you're in there because you couldn't really hear. Uh, you couldn't yell from the dugout because the, the crowd was loud. Yeah. Um, but, you know, once you're in the, the batter's box, you just block all that out and you're just focused on the game, really. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So you pick up your – you go to your first senior World Cup and you pick up a gold medal. You must have thought this gig is easy. <laughs> Especially when you started yeah. playing in 19. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm just a hitter, not a pitcher. So <laughs> that, that's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Some. Nice, brother. Well, um, then we move. You move to New Zealand. Uh, you come and play a season. You're over here in 2010. And I think the Black Sox come to town to play uh, the Red Sox, Canterbury. Uh, your um, provincial team, yep. uh, and you guys give the socks a bit of a touch up that day. Yeah, I think uh, we all got at least three hits each. Um, the boys were on four. Uh, yeah, we just wanted you know to show the North Islanders, um, you know how we played ball down here, you know, uh, and it, and it showed um, from then, you know, we we played. The Black Sox, and then from that we won three, three titles for Canterbury. After that, um, we all gelled as a team, and, and you know we all believed in ourselves what we could yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, man, what what that said? Obviously, you got got a good thing going on with the Red Sox at that period. But after that big win against New Zealand, you get a little tap on the shoulder. Tell us about that tap on the shoulder. Yeah, well. Um, after that game, I, I got a little tap from um, Eddie Glassy. Uh We went into to a room. Um, yeah, Jaden Moore was there, 
and he just asked if, if I would like to be um, a member of the Black Sox squad. And, yeah, I was over the moon. I, I said yes because, you know, I want to play with the best in the world. Um, and, you know, especially, you know, you, playing for New Zealand is a massive feat, really. Um, but to get, to get the call after that, I didn't think I'd ever play for New Zealand. Um, but. Yeah. Thanks to Eddie uh, giving me the opportunity to, you know, to join the team. Um, and, you know, especially the older guys in that team, um, yep. like Brad Rona, Jared Martin, Thomas Markier, Tommy, you know, I could, you know, the list goes on, um, Reese, they all welcomed me in, you know, with our open arms because I didn't know how I'd feel, you know, being an Aussie going into that sort of um, culture. But, you know, as soon as I walked in the room, the you know everyone was very welcoming to me. It was um, yeah, pretty cool experience the first time because I didn't know what to expect. Buddy, I can see that it means a lot to you, mate. You said that with a lot of emotion there, but um, I've always wanted to ask, you know, how how do you take those allegiances? Uh, you get you might get a tap on the shoulder and you say like you want to play with the best in the world, but. Mate, you're changing that, uh, changing that flag. You're dropping a couple of stars off it, and um, and representing a different country. So, what was going through your head to make that uh, decision? It was a hard decision, but um, I was living in New Zealand um, at the time um, with my partner, uh, and travelling back to Australia was, you know, very costly. Mm. We weren't getting paid to play for Australia. It was um, all on a, on us to get over there and play all the tournaments. Mm, wow. uh, and financially, it just, you know, wasn't good enough. So I emailed um, Mike Tithridge, was the manager at the time, and told him, look, uh, I live in New Zealand now. Uh, I'm not going to be able to play for Australia. Um, yeah, and... Uh, a few of the Aussie guys didn't take that very well. Um, some of you guys might know, but I got hit a few times. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, it was tough. It was a tough few years in, um, but they're all they're all over now, and um, we we talk. Yeah, was it was that was that the hardest thing, Barty? Uh, the conversations you had to have with some of your. Uh, with your with your, your with your Aussie teammates, some of your close mates, uh, yeah. But um, I, I knew who where my true friends are. Yeah. Um, but it took a couple couple of them to you know for a while to to get over what I've done. Um, you know, there's rumours out there they they reckon that I I was still getting emails from the manager, but you know I wasn't, and that's why they plugged me all the time. Yeah. Uh, I uh, just I, I wore it and yeah, just stole second when I got hit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that'd be case too. Imagine if, uh, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, imagine if the manager Mike Tetridge was sitting here like, oh, these are the batting signals from the series. <laughs> yeah. Oh my man, damn, he's still on the email list. Oh shit, um, everybody. Yeah. To be fair, though, Bud, of course, you can imagine it from both sides of the fence there. Um, they would feel um, betrayed. But 
if you weigh up all of your circumstances and what you've just described us, you've moved country, you're there full time, uh, you're invested to be in New Zealand now. Um, it's a huge cost for you personally to fly back and forth for camps and tournaments and all sorts of stuff. And um, and unfortunately, there's no governmental support um, for, for SOP Australia around those things. You can kind of understand the move. You really can. Plus, yeah, your, plus your boy would have been born at that stage as well, wouldn't it? Uh, 2010, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. You had a, you had a baby here. Yeah. A little Kiwi kid, man. So yeah. uh, it does make sense. I mean, sure, tough uh, as a team to accept it, but you're right. Um, yeah, in time, you kind of let that stuff go, and <laughs> and they made themselves feel a little bit better by plunking you a few times as well. Yeah, but, um, you know, I took, I took it, and yeah. Uh, it's over now, so um, you know we see him. I see him quite a bit. You know when I play for the ICs over over in the states. Yeah. You know we you know we have a beer and uh, we talk. So uh, there's no hate anymore for for all that. Um, you know we're we're friends off the diamond, but you know enemies on the diamond. Yeah, nice, nice. That's the one, man. It's good. It's good rivalry, isn't it? Hey, um, lots of respect for our brothers in Australia. That's for sure. We yeah. we, we, uh, we have tons of it, uh, as well as the other players uh, around the world. Uh, at this point, just talking about the ICs, we move on further in your career. Um, what did you think about this year's edition? Oh, yeah, it was yeah, it was good. Um, some good games played. Yeah. Um, yeah, congrats to, to Hill United. Um, and Gremlins me in the final. Uh, <clears throat> um, Jason Hill clutch there in the end, eh? Yeah, mate, that that guy can hit. Um, Hill can hit from one to nine, but so can Gremlins. Um, but I guess it's it's the best on the day. Yeah, yeah. Really close though. <laughs> Dream, I'm lucky. Caught on the fence. Lala on the fence. It could yeah. change the the fate of that game just like that, right? I thought Wayne Wayne's was gone. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I can just, you know, how he's trotting down first base, you know, yeah. with his nice side. <laughs> we know that trot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, millimeters. millimeters. Yeah, indeed. Uh, now, you were going to go this year too, weren't you? But things just got a bit tough to go. Yeah, I was going to go play for the uh, Kegel Black Knights. Um, gotcha. But, you know, this year, uh, I just couldn't. Um, Stay in a motel for two two weeks, lockdown. But here we are. Might yeah, <laughs> yeah. You boys are gone now, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, a little bit different than him, like you. The Kegel team did did pretty good. They come fourth. Yep. Um, had a pretty good team with some Margies and some USA players, a couple of Canadians. Um, yeah, but hopefully next year I'll be be over there with them. Fantastic, buddy. So you should, man. So you. Should. Should uh, while we're on the ICs, man, let's talk about how'd you get your first start over there. Uh, ICs, I went over there and played for um, the Hormon, or was it Travelers called back then? Um, you know, with Brad, Bonnie, Ben, yep, um, was stacked. yeah. Um, it was you know, Ryan Wolf, it was, it was a good team. Um, you know, we that was their three peat for, mm-hmm. for the Travelers that year. Mm. We won it uh, my first year, and that was the first year Hill United put in a team. Yeah, um, that was a pretty good team as well. Um, but uh, I guess to get the that travellers, that travellers team, did that have Falkard in it then or no? Nah? No, he he went to Hill. Hill. Yeah. 
Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. All right. And and so you went with the travelers in that first year, won a title. What about you, man? You just turn up and you win. What's up with that? <laughs> um, and then and then after that, who else have you played for? What have been some of the highlights? Um, yes, yeah, so I've played for. Um, it was called the Holman Twins. After that, I played mm-hmm. for them for a couple of years. Uh, come second the next year with the Twins, and then we went. I've played for Bloomington Sticks for a couple of years. Yep. Um, and now uh, with the Eagle Black Knights. Uh, from uh, North Dakota. Have uh, you, have you found have you found playing ball one in the ICs and then those different um, franchise teams? You know, have they differed? Or have they felt to you with were they different? Um, yeah, they're different. Um, just um, well, we always had different um, players in our teams, so <clears throat> you know the. Like the, the Bloomington Sticks were just all all young players that you know they weren't getting played to play. They um, they're there because they loved the game. Yeah. Um, they played hard, and then you know we had our big ball teams with big money. That you know it was it's definitely a different culture. You know mm. how we warmed up, trained, um, uh, what we did during the week. Um, uh, yeah, teams teams are definitely different to um, the lower ball teams because you know, especially the bigger ball teams, we, we can travel to to the bigger tournaments. Yeah, uh, you know, and play those big big tournaments every uh, weekend. And what does that yeah. do to a player playing in those? I mean, we've talked about ISCs for the last what twenty weeks, uh, odd. <laughs> but um, what, what did it do for you for getting that experience over there? Oh, yeah, facing the best pitchers in the world and, um, well, the best players in the world, week in, week out, it just um, just makes you a better ball player, mentally tough as well, because, you know, you got to turn up and, you know, you got to play and, you know, face these pitchers um, and you're there to win every weekend, you know, because, uh, you know, you don't get this opportunity all the time. To, to travel over to the US and play. Nice. It's, nice yeah, it's, it's a good, it's definitely a good time over there for, for anyone that, you know, wants to go over, definitely go over and, and, and play. And your time in the United season is not finished yet, as you just mentioned, you're going to go next year for Kegelberg Knights, yeah. uh, <clears throat> unless another team offers you more money. I'll just check that out there for you. Um, but, um, dude, what's been, uh, for you, uh, a playing highlight or a memorable moment through that time of the IC so far? Um, playing, just making a lot of friends yeah. over, over the time. Um, Travelling, like, throughout New Zealand, playing in New York, you know, especially playing at the old New York Yankee Stadium. That was wow. that was amazing. Uh, mm. What else? Uh, just um, winning that first time for, for the Travellers. Yeah. That was a big highlight. Um, and then just playing with some of, some of my mates from New Zealand as well, you know, um, while we travel. That, that was... There's good times, you know. Yeah. Good times over there. 
Tell, tell us about that, dude. Travel some of the good times you have with some of your mates that you've made, whilst whether they're Kiwis or non-Kiwis. What what are some of those stories you want to share? Uh, like, um, so we, we one of our when I stayed in uh, Minnesota, um, we went to like uh, Appleton River. You know, it's a tubing thing. There was about yeah. of us, a few Aussies, couple of can. Uh, Americans and a, uh, uh, where was he from? He was from Venezuela. (laughs) You know, it was a big group of us, just three hours tubing down, down the river. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. You know, that was, that's, that was good times. That one, you know, just laying in a, in a tube with a, with a cooler, you know, chili bin next to you, (laughs) three hours down the river. <laughs> that sounds like heaven, Damien. Absolutely. I wish we, we could do that down the Hutt River, but maybe not. But just, you know, hanging out with your mates. And yeah. Like Toronto, you know, you go to some of the nice nice bars over there. Um, we, uh, we went to one where there was like, there was a nightclub and there was swimming pools, you know, in the nightclub. No way. <laughs> in like Miami or something, but yeah, it was Toronto. Um, that was Wait a good time. You just described mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> Chopper would no. No. Buddy, are you are you one to go over and um, indulge in the in the nightlife, or are you one to uh, go and kind of see the sights and sounds of, of one's place when you when you do go to a new city? Um. Well. Most softball people know that I'm not much of a big drinker. <laughs> um, so I do go hang out, but, you know, I'll, I know my limits. Um, oh, there's a lot of food it, out there, though, as well. It doesn't just have yeah, to be so, the booze. So, um, yeah, no, like, I like to travel and see sites, you know. Um, Mall, of Ameri- Mall of America was only 20 minutes away from where I lived oh, as wow. well. Um, so we used to go there quite a bit. Um, I love my shopping. <laughs> You know, go to lots of um, outlet stores, travel around. Nice. Um, yeah. Just, about traveling around, did you ever get the chance to go to the Field of Dreams in Iowa? Yes, yeah, I've been there. Yep. Oh, dude. Did you see that game the other day? Yeah, how good was that? Man, I'll tell you what, one of the best things I've seen in baseball in like, I don't know how long, bro, that was amazing. What was it like for you? I mean, you've been there. What was it like for you to see that? And, and what was your experience at the Field oh. of Dreams? You know, I love that movie, and especially going there with um, that was when I was playing with the Bloomington Sticks. Yep. You know, we were only I think two, three hours away from that, so we we went past on the way to our tournament. Um, we threw a ball on it, um, took some photos, and I had the biggest grin, you know. And yeah. seeing that and being there is just, uh, you know, that's life experience you're never going to forget, you know, you're going to tell your grandkids because that movie's going to be around for a long time. Yeah, man. You, yeah. You're in America uh, getting paid to play softball and, your, you know, lifelong um, passion of baseball, yeah, would have been special. was, yeah. It's just, just traveling around the States, you know, seeing things on movies, um, especially that Field of Dreams is yeah. uh, one, one lifetime experience. What was the state of FOMO from your brother and your dad? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I took a photo and sent it to my dad. He was, I think, he was a bit jealous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I understand where I'm jealous, bro, listening to you. It's yeah. it's wicked, awesome. Did you walk through the corn? Uh, yep, walk through the corn. Oh, dang, <laughs> honestly. Got a, I think I brought a, um, a, a T-shirt as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, that was pretty cool. Like, yeah. you got to buy something when you're there. Absolutely. Just, no shit. Yeah, man, that's awesome, bro. That is that is me. Arguably uh, one of the coolest things. And then I see um, Costa and Manfred had a shared conference the other day, media conference the other day. They're going to make it a regular thing. Yeah. Nice. That's, yeah. So they should, you know. They build, built that nice stadium there. Yeah. Every year, just different team play on it. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. I mean, to be fair, if I was a major league player, Playing on a team somewhere, I'd be like, "Please be at our year that we get to play one game here." You know, yeah, yeah. yeah it'll be. It's almost like the All Star, eh? really. I mean, it's. Oh, they should have the All Star game there. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, imagine it. Yeah. You'd need a, You'd need more people, though, man. Like, but yeah, either way, fucking pretty impressive. Buddy, have you been to any other stadiums over there? You know, like um, with that mm-hmm. with that love of baseball, I, I've got to ask: um, Is there any other stadiums or any other games that you you've been to and enjoyed while you're over there? Because a lot, you know, they do it just to do it and then end up seeing five games on their trip. <laughs> no, nah, I've been to New York Stadium a few times. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, been to the Brewer Stadium. Yeah. Uh, been to, well, because I lived in Minnesota. Mm. I went to a Minnesota game every time I was there. Yeah, nice. Oh, nice. So, yeah, into it. The Twins. What, what, um, what, which, who's your club? Who's your baseball uh, team? Yeah, well, the Yankees. The Yankees. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just jump on the same team as everyone else then. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Be... It's been my team since I was little. Uh, okay. So I had it before then. You and the other 90% of the world population. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <so. laughs> hey, they at least they're making a run at it this year because they still look a mile out, but they got a chance to get the wild card, eh? Yeah, well, they're, they're smashing it this month. They are. They are. Smashing it. Poor one of our other uh, podcast listeners is, is a Red Sox fan. They have flipped. Yeah, <laughs> They've gone the other way, eh, Red Sox, sorry. unfortunately. But, um, yeah, yeah. How's that for you, man? When the Yankees are playing the Red Sox, what's that like for you? Oh, it's, yeah, it's awesome, you know, because I want – it's yeah. you know, that Subway series, you just you just want to beat beat the um, Red Sox. It's just yeah. that, that feeling of winning, you know. It's just like uh, – New Zealand versus Australia, or yeah, yeah, hard, and or something, you know, just want to win. Mean. And it feels like you're there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, cool. All right, bro. All right, enough of this bloody baseball talk, Jesus Christ. Um, nah, just joking. Um, dude, uh, you mentioned that Eddie Tips here on the shoulder. 2010 gives you the invite to come play for New Zealand. You've spoken to your teammates uh, and your management advised them the proper way. Uh, they're not happy about it completely, of course, understandably. Um, but you've made your decision. You make the squad. When do you first actually debut for the uh, for the Golden Homes Black Sox? Yeah, well, um, well, basically, because you know they went on that um, tour to Australia to play in that skins tournament. Uh, I think I was we well, I was going to go on that tour, but we opted not to go on it just because it was fresh. Mm. Um, so we gave it another year, um, but debut. I think I think I went on a, on a tour somewhere. Um, it was yeah, it was a long time ago. <laughs> we, we used to travel well, you know, the tours of the states, Ontario, every year. Mm. 
playing the Kitchener tournament, uh, played in the Pellegro tournament, which is hold sometimes at the New York Yankee old stadium. Actually, I remember that photo. You guys got photos like in front of the old stadium or something like that, right? Yeah, that was that's a cool photo. I like putting that up on my Facebook. Yeah, um, man. Yeah, that was that was one of the best photos, I reckon. You know, us in the Black Sox uniform. Yeah. Uh, I think it was me, Ben. Me, Ben. Um, Lala. Yeah, I think it was Lala. And um, yeah. Chuan Hurutuku. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. it looks scucks, mate. Honestly, it was yeah, very cool, cool photo. Um, I guess that's one of the differences in all respect to uh, South Australia. The New Zealand men's program is funded a bit better, so they are traveling or touring pretty much every year. Yeah, um, yeah, you just to travel, you know, around playing as a team um, and playing against other other good teams. Yeah, um, you know, you and and living together, you know, you get that bond together. Yeah, pretty much like family. Yeah, and um, yeah, just traveling on the bus, you know, especially one time. Uh, I've got a story. One time, you yeah, go. You know, we're we're in Ontario, um, waiting, you know, for Nathan to come down. Uh, he's always late. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and we're on the bus, and you know, we had a few drinks because it was our off day. Uh, uh, you know, I had one too many, and I had Vanessa sitting next to me. Yeah, just ended up screwing all through my my jersey you know, on the bus, <laughs> ready to go to New York. Uh, oh it was, no, it was a long trip. Oh, it was a long trip, tell you that. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, that, was a, that was a good story. But, uh, just about five minutes ago, you said you know your limits. Obviously, not that day, buddy. Not that that's day. why. That's why he knows now. <laughs> yeah, um, buddy. Uh, saying that one of your teammates, uh, Brad Runner, somebody asked you a question, mate. He says, "How's the boxing in the elevator?" The boxing in the elevator. The boxing in the elevator. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> All right, I'm going to get this through from now so I can throw you under the bus. So look, Damien's throwing up your picture of you boys in front of the Yankee Stadium there. Wicked. Look at you fellas, man. Look how young. <laughs> oh, it's Campbell. Lala. Very cool. Mm, very cool. Boxing oh, yeah. in the elevator. Hmm. Yeah, I'll get it from him now. Or <laughs> well, did, did it not go well that, that badly that uh, you can't remember it? No, I can't remember that. But I, I remember, you know, 2013, we're at, we're at the Millennium, uh, the World Series, and yeah. our team has this thing, yeah, if, if you leave something behind or, you know, I left my glove behind. Oh, no. It cost me a, a few bottles of red wine, and that was to uh, Brad and um, Jazza. Yeah. So, they, they had a good night that night. Heading juice. Yeah. Took, took my card, got a couple of bottles of, of red wine, and yeah. <laughs> after that, I never, I never left my club behind. <laughs> no. Uh, no, there's another story. I, I um, also left my glove in 2017. This is a trend here, buddy. Yeah. You know, 
I'll just get too excited and just leave. He <laughs> <laughs> needs uh, a gear bag. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then, so, you know, we have these things um, and I had to, had to do the hucker with my shirt off in front of the team. <laughs> you know, you, you didn't tell me this one too. I wasn't going to bring it up. But yeah, it's easy. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, but I did. I did the hugger without without my shirt on in front of everyone, and it's not the best hugger, but I did it. And you know, it, it was full of fun. It was full of fun, and yeah. I'm sure everyone's going to cherish that for for the rest of their life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. I'll tell you what, there's a reason why they put you boys in the back row in the hucker, my friend, but all good. <laughs> I'll slowly work my way up and, up. you know, I'm in the middle now. Yeah, that's you, my man. That's you. That's you indeed. Um, I, dude, we work away. So you're finding your feet in with the socks. They've opened the door, uh, not just the coaching staff, but the playing group has opened the door for you to be inclusive in the team. Um, and you get a couple of tours. Making the selection for the 2013 team on home soil, bro, what was that like when you got that And how did you get that call? Yeah, well, it was after our NFC final. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure that, yeah, it's, they, they announced it at the ballpark. Um, yeah, it was just, you know, it was a very emotional moment for me. Um, of course, you know, tears ran down my eyes because we'll be playing for New Zealand and playing for New Zealand at home in front of friends and family. Um, yeah, it was, you know, everything, you know, that I trained for and um, Eddie believed in what, what I did. Um, and, you know, I gelled, the, gelled into the team quite well. You sure did, bud. You sure did indeed. Your dad got to come over and, and watch you for the tournament. How was he in the grandstands uh, in and around the tournament? You know, he, he was he was quite well. Um, he, uh, yeah, he was emotional at the end and, um, you know, well, I knew that he wanted to say something to some of the Aussies, but I told him not to. Yeah. Um, you know, just sort of what, what happens in the past, but... Um, no, he, he was cool about it. Uh, he, he was, a, you know, very proud of me as well, of, you know, Ralph Kahn and, and um, where I'm at now or, or back then as well. Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, uh, we, we uh, you remember, and well, I guess you remember that tournament every, every bit of it, um, the big moment in there, a little bit involving you here, was uh, Patrick Shannon getting plunked uh, at the plate while you're playing Australia. And uh, no one's too happy about it across the board there, and uh, and it's almost like the Aussie team make a beeline for you. You were on the on deck circle at the time. Yeah, I, I, I was on the on deck. Um, I guess they just was you know look for the little white fella on the on deck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, they they all started coming for me. But you know, um, Jazza. Uh, Thomas Markia, you know, Larry, um, a really good friend. Uh, he, he, like, was there right behind me and, mm. you know, uh, no one touched me. He, you know, he had, like, two, two people up, up on the fence off the, off the ground, mm. Mm. you know. <laughs> um, but I, I knew, you know, the New Zealand team had my back um, and, 
we all have each other's back, especially then. Um, but, yeah. you know, especially that Aussie, you know, the, um, the catcher, you know, like have a craft. Yeah. You know, saying that I swung the bat, mate. You, if I swung the bat, you would have known. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, yeah. Well, a little bit of that is probably still just that. Still, uh, some of the players letting go, eh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, they, they all went for me, but understandable. But, you know, uh, people throwing, water, like, beer at us and from, you know, from the grandstand. Tyson mm. got scratched. Uh from someone from grabbing him through the net. Um, wow. What else? Uh, just and then yeah, I, I was up. To, I thought I was going to get plunked. You know. Yeah. So did I. And, <laughs> but uh, no, I hit a little. Uh, yeah. Little chopper to short and because back beat then I was out, just eh? beat it out. Back then yeah. I was all I did was is slap and bunt. Yep. Yep. That was me and Tyson. You know. Yeah, hard. You talk yeah, there, buddy, about um, having each other's back skin. Uh, what What is the Black Sox Brotherhood like, bro? Uh, it's, you know, amazing. You see each other, you know, you give each other's hugs. You're like family. You know, you know everyone's personal business. Um, you know, you, you're once you're a Black Sox, you're always a Black Sox in the family. Uh, it's just, you know, you see them around, you know, everyone's always got smiles when you see each other. It's just... You know, that culture is just amazing. Yeah. Who gives the best hugs? Who gives the best hugs? Um, Blame me, yeah. uh, probably, probably B-Man. B-Man. Yeah. Yes. That's you, man. Oh, you'll <laughs> make him softy, small. Eh? Big softy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that, that tournament, of course, you get through that game. You had a lot of really tough games that week uh, in 2013. The one against Aussie going late, the big finish with the uh, B-man running through the train tracks there at the end there. Yeah. Uh, Canada was a long, big one as well. Just a big, hard tournament all through that week. Did it feel like one of the toughest World Cups you've had to play? Yeah, it was mentally draining, you know. Um, you get back to your, your motel, it'll take about two hours to to fizzle down and uh, go to sleep. But being a rookie that year, we had to stay up and, you know, do the washing. It <laughs> <laughs> helped out. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I believe that year, yeah, it was tough. It was that was probably the most mental t- toughness in a World Series that I've been. Yep. Especially yeah, you know, well, you know, being at home, playing some tough games, especially that one against Australia. You know, that went for like four hours or something yeah. like that. It was wicked. Um, wicked, wicked. It to was best game, best best game that I reckon that New Zealand and Aussie have played in a long time. Yeah. But then you. Know, well, obviously, you go to fast forward to 2017 in, in Whitehorse, another uh, mental toughness game. Yeah, hard, hard, dude. Well, let's let's go there, man. Um, obviously, you, you cap off 2013, you get the gold medal against Venezuela in the final there. Um, so that was pretty awesome. Then 2017 is a hallmark year for you. Um, you're in Whitehorse, the north of uh, Canada. And uh, you do something that I've never seen done before uh, in softball. Your first five hits of the tournament are all home runs. 
Dude, what a start. Yeah, it was, uh, couldn't dream of anything, you know, better really. Start off um, just smashing it, just everything was finding the middle of the bat. Um, yeah, just nothing was going wrong that week. Um, it was just good fielding. Uh, it was wet <laughs> as well, a bit cold. Um, uh, just Had you- three, three, three home runs against Turkey. Uh, you know, we, we beat them like 23-0, I think it was, 22-0. Um, and then afterwards, you know, we, we, we gave them a bit of training. You know, we yeah, that's right. Yeah, Dude, what that. was that like? Yeah, that was really good. You know, they they loved it. Mm. Um, they enjoyed it. Uh, so we spent about an hour with them. You know, teaching them drills and hitting, fielding. Uh, so you know, and it was good for us as well. To, to yeah. get back to to them because you know they're not a softball really a softball country. Um. But, um, you know, to all their credit, they, they did well. I think they, they they got really excited when they got a, their first hit. I think it was against Great Britain and, and they scored their run. I think it was. You know, that was impressions right. on their face. Was, you know, even I had a, you know, little when I come back home to New Zealand to watch, you know, watch it, I yeah. see them. It's, I get emotional watching them getting emotional because, you know, Buddy, what, what what had you done um, differently to for for you to go and start that tournament like you you had? I mean, you missed out in twenty fifteen. I'm sure you've you, you would have had your setbacks just to get back that jersey back. So, how had you adapted or changed your game at all uh, at that level? Uh, I just kept just doing my thing, you know. Let the processes do its thing. Um, if Mark. Uh, Brutus, you know, believed in what I did, um, seen what I did during the tournaments uh, leading up to the 2017, you know. Um, I was just doing everything I could to get back into that team, you know. Because um, Black Sox means a lot to me. Um, you know, they've given me a lot um, and, you know, it's, it's not over. Uh, I just wanted to be back in that team, so I just gave it, you know, everything I had. Back then, I just did my thing. Nice, yeah, very cool. nice, dude. You're on the um, uh, on the diamond. In fact, took the last outs to win that gold medal against Australia. Uh, Boo, what was that like for you? <laughs> I was I was nervous, <laughs> but you know, same. Just I've been there before and done it. Um, just filled it, and I think I threw a change up over to Nate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just got it turned around, and um, yeah, threw him five finger change up. Nice. <laughs> it was like a slow motion, and then yeah, that was it. It was just just jumping on each other and uh, on the bus. Uh, yeah, just singing on the bus, carrying on. Yeah. The, Good memories that was. Well, dude, you, you um, I mean, I, I got to mention this. Look, so, 2009, first senior World Cup, 
and you're playing for Australia, you get a gold medal. 2013, first one for the Black Sox, you're at home, you get a gold medal. And then the next time you make the team in 2017, you get another gold medal. It kind of feels like there's a theme here. Yeah, just good luck, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I think it's just uh, the the teams that we're in, you know, we all gel together back then uh, and everything just worked out really. How, how is that? Why has the Black Sox uh, or the teams that you've been in been successful in your mind? Why? Um, just, you know, we, all the camps we have. Um, we don't leave, we leave everything out on the table, if you know what I mean. Like um, there's no shit talking behind our backs. Um, we're, we're all family pretty much when we go away and we, um, you know, we all play for each other. There's no individuals. Um, and, you know, the culture of our team is um, there's no no dickheads. Yeah. You know? Um, nice. That's, that's straight to the point. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's just it's, it's a good team and a good good environment to be in. Yeah, yeah, hard. Um, before we get on to your last uh, last trip, uh, we'll touch on a little bit. You did, as Damien alluded to before, you did take a break from the Sox when you missed out on selection for Saskatoon in 15, uh, but did to take up an opportunity to head away with the New Zealand baseball team. Yeah, yeah, so I went away with uh, World Baseball Classic, um, WBC, as you was called back then, uh, to Sydney for a qualifier. Um, Philippines, Australia... South Africa, um, and yeah, play some ball, you know, another, my passion as well. Yeah. How did you enjoy that being back on a baseball diamond? Oh, it was unreal. Um, unreal experience and good to hit some, you know, some hard balls with some timber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hear the crack off the bat. Um, you know, you get it. So you got to hit it to, to be a home run, you know, um, uh, you know, walking in to the club, the clubhouse. You know, you know, seeing your your jersey uh, hung up with your name. Um, you know, it was like MLB experience, really. Um, that was funded by the MLB too, right? So you would have had the full show. No, so yeah, so when we got there, our motel, we went downstairs, and um, it was just. A lot of stuff, helmets, clothes. Um, you just got your size. They give you your stuff. Um, yeah, they fitted the helmet to you. Uh, give you bags. Uh, best experience. Christmas. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> Very cool. But I know yeah. playing for the Black Sox is awesome because you get looked after well. But that would have been something. Something else. This is a shame that. Uh, um, that New Zealand doesn't get to participate in those things more often, um, mm, yeah. without a doubt. So, yeah, it is what it is. I'm good on you for uh, for giving that a go too, dude. And, and as you mentioned, it was a big part of your life. You know, you played that all the way up, coming through the grades and stuff, baseball, and getting a chance to do it and, and show that off. I'm sure they would have loved having your talents available for that roster. Yeah, it was good, you know, uh, especially with um, Chris Woodward, you know. Yep. You know, the manager, he was, and especially the other coach, coaching staff, like MLB 
managers and players and, you know, just their experience. And I got, you know, we went every night. We had a um, hitting session um, and they did it on a computer and, you know, just to, to, to learn from the best in baseball as yeah. not softball. And, mm. you know, after that, I yeah, I just went on a tear coming back from baseball and, you know, seeing nice. softballs is good. Very cool. Very cool. Um, don't, don't have to talk too much about it if you don't want to, but 2019, uh, the last World Cup we've had for uh, seniors was was over in uh, in Europe and in Prague. How did you enjoy that trip? What was Prague like for you? Yeah, that was, you know, uh, pretty good experience as well. Good scenery. Um, you know, travel on the bus two hours to, to get to one field. Um, that was tiring. Um, yeah, it was not a, a good time for us to, to travel at that ball field. I think we lost every game there. Uh, oh, Helvichkabod. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I, I, I When I went there, I stayed there. So I stayed for like three or four days or something. I love that little town. <laughs> Unfortunately, you guys wouldn't have got to enjoy that little community town in the way that I did anyway. No, well, we we, we uh, went to dinner after our games at our little restaurant, um, which was quite cool. Um, but yeah, yeah it was, you know, traveling there is just I'm not sure. It was just mental. It was a mental thing for us, I think. You know, traveling right. on the and then traveling home. Oh, yeah, it was just long it's a days, long way. Long did, did you get Did you get to see any of the sights of Prague while you were there? Yeah, we, we had a day off and we went to, well, I went into town, uh, you know, um, also went to, because we played in that size tournament as well. Oh, uh, yes, yes, over in Holland. Yeah, before the um, World Champs, uh, we went to Amsterdam for a day, for a day trip. Um, yeah, that's, you know, good, great experience. Something different, you know. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, so uh, that was that was an eye opener, really. Yeah, uh, that was a good time. And then go back, and then yeah, we went off to Czech Republic. Yeah, cool. Uh, wrapping that up, dude. Uh, uh, what would be? There's a couple of questions for you. What would be the best ballpark you think you played in? Whether it's for New Zealand, ICs, whatever. Um, I would say the Holman Holman Twins field in Kitchener. Nice. Uh, that one, and I would say Auckland when um, they have the seats around. You know, when there's everyone there, when we have TAB Challenge Cup. You know, it's a good yeah. atmosphere. Yeah. I'd- yeah, know, uh, it's another great ballpark. Mean, it's mean. Right. It's all right, I guess. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't have to be the Black Sox, dude. It can be the Red Sox. It can be whichever team you want. Kegel Knights. Um, worst teammate to room with? <laughs> um. Probably Wayne. You know why? Oh, <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> he's one of few of these. No, nah, I don't mind it. He, he's good. I am. Um, you just got to make sure you get to sleep. Get get to sleep before he does. But one minute he'll be talking to you, and then next minute, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's crack up that guy. But you know, you love him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he's yeah. I've room with um, yeah, a few people in, in my time at the Sox and. Uh, but with with um, yeah, like mostly mostly room with um, Jarman, Benny, America. Um, when I go away at the World Series, uh, sometimes we change it up. Um, I had Chapman over my last one, um, you know, just to get a, you know, let those rookies in and teach them a thing or two, get them to make my coffee and stuff. Because, you know, <laughs> I, had make, I had to make Larry, uh, Larry's coffee. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but, you know. What's your yeah. part on the tour, buddy? Like, are you uh, one of the Euchre players? Are you there with the guitar? Like, what's your what's your thing? Uh, supervisor. <laughs> You're the silent assassin in the back, eh? Writing yeah. notes on everyone. Yeah. Well, let's keep an eye on them. Make sure... Make sure uh, B-Man or, or, or Wayne, he's not cheating on the on the Euchre, on the cards. <laughs> That's a full-time job right there, man. That's a full-time job. <laughs> nah, I, just sit, uh, awesome. I, just, um, I just chill in my room uh, or sit, you know, sit, some, sit and watch them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is there any, uh, yeah. Also on tour, mate, is there any little uh, superstitions or things that you have to do? Like uh, some of the boys, oh, what is it Wayne he has to put out his uniform the night before? I know you're a, a fond of leaving your glove behind after you win a title, but um, <laughs> is there anything you like to do the night before or ga- before game days? Um, I Yeah, I get my uniform ready. I hang it up, um, you know, make sure it's not crinkled. Uh, <laughs> and um, just like to have a coffee before the game. Um, out of shave or you know before, before a big game that's my nice. that's, what, that's what I do yeah gotta look good eh yeah look good play good nice good good motto man good motto <laughs> um, Barty going forward this year obviously Papanui, uh boys uh, put together a number of really good seasons um, uh, obviously in Canterbury you, you've just been running the shop down there for a I think it's five in a row now. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah. Dude, what's uh, coming for Bart and Torin Bartarello this season? Yeah, um, I still feel good. Um, mm. Still feel confident in myself. Um, you know, my time's not up yet. Uh, I'm still good enough to to play top level. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not thinking about retirement at this stage. Um, you know, I'm, I'm here to give everything 110% because, you know, when, you know, if you're retiring, you oh, I should have done one more year. I just I just want to keep pushing, you know, pushing yeah. us, you know, especially with these young kids coming up through the ranks, you know, they're pushing me as well. Um, so uh, it's not over for me yet. Um, still some, hopefully, some more caps in there, test matches. Well, Man. that being said, buddy, uh, is that the goal? Just a, a few more, few more test caps for for the fern? Is it, or uh, you know, what what else do you have to left to prove or actually achieve in, in the game? Like, so, what's the next goal for you personally? Uh, 
next goal, I, you know, definitely want to make the Black Sox in next year, uh, November, I think it is, in Auckland, you know. What's that we lost in 2019. I, uh, you know, and I want to play my last, you know, games for New Zealand um, at home. You know, and I, I want to bring that title back to, to where it belongs in New Zealand. So good. Very cool, buddy. What a good drive, dude. And look, for my mind, um, I understand how the conveyor belt works with a player, senior player dropping off and a younger younger player coming in type thing. I agree with it, but I also agree that you've you've got to have a certain level of maturity in the game. You know, uh, it's how you play well in key moments because there is a gazillion of top third basemen or second basemen that are out there in New Zealand or in the world, but it's the ones that can make the key decisions at key moments, you know, and, and you have already have that track record of being able to make the right right decisions, um, you know, whether it be in the batter's box on a certain count, in a certain situation in the game, or defensively. You know, for you, if you get the opportunity to play for the Sox in 22, uh, at the next World Cup, you know, what What do you think your, your attributes would be for the team? Um, well, I, just... You know, uh, my my fielding, um, and you know my my hitting because you know I, I don't get struck out much. Okay. You know, um, you know I put the ball in play a lot, um, and I think it's my fielding that that keeps me in there as well. Um, and I just you know the next third base one or what you know I just like our Dean Rice coming toward us, you know, I, I want to give my knowledge down to the next people at, at, to, to show them, you know, what I've done and how I do things as well. That's that's where I am today. Is that important for you, buddy, to pass on that knowledge in the socks? Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. Because, you know, I, third base, especially playing against, you know, these top teams, you know, they don't hit the ball softly. They hit, they hit it hard. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it does get nervous sometimes, but, you know, we all have our times that uh, that trigger where we can focus in more on the game, like not away from the game. Like when we're playing, some people like to, I don't know, chew chewing gum or whistle in the glove, you know, mm-hmm. things like that, just to calm the nerves down. And yeah, um, it's just like another ball game, really. Well, that was exactly the case in 2017. There was a line drive down the line from um, Andrew Kirkpatrick uh, to you at third base that you stopped to make the final out. Yeah, like um, it was just everything slowed down that moment. Um, It's, yeah, I just stuck my glove out and stuck in there and I just, yeah, threw threw a change up over to (laughs) Nate. Didn't want to, you know, throw a, throw a rocket over there and, you know, throw it away. Because yeah. I, I knew I had time. He hit it quite hard. Uh, yeah, so uh, to, get, to get the final out against Australia, that was another one of uh, my top moments as well. Um, you know, after yeah, after missing course. out on 2015 and yep. then getting the final out on, on, on um, 
that World Series game, the final. It was, yeah. Buddy, your career is by no means over, my friend. Let's just have a look at some of the stats you've racked up so far playing for the Golden Names New Zealand Black Sox. 60 official test claps uh, for New Zealand. Um, there's 79 games in total, so those are those warm-up matches against other teams. Um, 215 plate appearances. So you're in the 200 club for at-bats, basically. 59 hits, 40... Uh, 41 RBIs from 14 long balls. You must enjoy that part of the game. Yeah, uh, I do, you know. After after 2013, where all, all I was was just slapping and bunting, you know, I had to bring my big daddy bat out as well, yeah. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, you know, I, I, I can still do the short game. I just, you know, obviously not as quick as I used to be. But, you know, that's still in the bag. Well, for a couple of hundred at-bats, you've got two stolen bags. So <laughs> maybe you just keep runs. it to hitting bombs, eh? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Career betting average of 299, my friend. That's pretty impressive. When you look at the body of work, um, we're talking about 2011, basically, to uh, 21. That's a 10-year period uh, with the Black Sox now. Um, that's pretty impressive. I mean, anything that's touching on 300 is, you know, Hall of Fame stuff. So that's uh, that's good work, my friend. And I and I know you you are determined. If you if you're going to make it to the socks, you'll put everything in place to do that. Yeah, like that's that's my number one goal right now is is to to be in that uh, Sox squad when it gets named for the World Series because um, you know. Uh, our other uh, other motto is is you know we walk over broken glass for for the team you know and that's something I would do to to be in this team. Fair play, party. Look forward to seeing the progression, mate, and um and and getting that that feat next year, mate. Awesome, we're behind you for sure. Thank you. We are indeed, uh, Barty. You've been exceptional today, mate. Opening up the uh, closet, especially on the tough transition between Australia and New Zealand, handled so delicately and, and, and so well. I think you did it the right way, my friend. But thank you for just giving what you have given us uh, through your career right now. I'm not talking like it's over because it's not, um, but it's great to get a snapshot of what it takes to be Tyron Bartarello. Thank you, Chopper. Thanks, Damien. It's not Jason now, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's graduated. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Doran Bartarello, one of the greatest. He's got uh, three gold medals to his name at the WBSC. Sure, one for Australia, but he's proud of punch of it, and so he should be. That was his very first one indeed. But then two for New Zealand, one on home soil and one all the way in gold territory. Uh, that is Whitehorse. By the way, a little snippet. If you Google Tyrone Bartarello and the interview that him and Cole Evans did at the barbecue at that <laughs> tournament, it's worth a watch. It Just say. Thank you, my friend. Three titles for the Canterbury Red Sox. Papua New has got five in the books as well there domestically and one of the powerhouse teams. You should be very proud of them. A one-club team man is Tyrone Bartarello. Thank you so much from the other Thank you. Thank you, guys. Dude, when he said his most memorable moment was 2009, beating New Zealand in the World Cup, 
I almost hung up the phone. <laughs> there was a moment, eh? Uh, sorry, mate. I think you're on the wrong podcast. <laughs> but, um, hey, mate, we, we aim to be... Um, Australasia's best uh, fast pitch soccer uh, podcast. So, no, um, hey mate, he went on to bigger things. So, yeah, I don't know how to come back with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, without a doubt, I've become a fan for sure, man. He's played way more for us, and, uh, and he's done some wonderful things. For me, my highlight of him had to be those first five hits uh, in 2017 World Cup, and they were all home runs. I mean, I've just never ever seen that before. Um, and I, I don't know if I'll ever see it again. Yeah, seeing a pumpkin, eh? Um, but uh, that made it things uh, of legend, eh? And that's a hell of a start. Another common theme here too, Damien, the softball families or ball-playing families in this case, for Tyro, and it was his dad and his brother and his uncle starting in baseball. Yeah, and not even picking up a, a, a softball bat until 19, but um, that's uh, the the sweat, the... Um, the advantages of the switch from baseball to softball way. I mean, I know everybody hopes for the best with the other of uh, going from softball to baseball, but um, oh, Barty having that love of baseball and, and you could see the passion and the love for baseball, um, you know, that when talking about his trips around uh, America and of course, uh, ringing up his um, dad and brother at the Field of Dreams to rub it in their face. You got it, you got it. Yeah, <laughs> you do, you do indeed. Well, from one uh, Golden Hose Black Sox a legend to another, Thomas Cameron next week, mate, in episode 24. Yeah, I, I was um, quite quite stoked about this one. I've I've only uh, known what people have said of uh, old Benny or Thomas Cameron, and um, my mate, uh, you know, Chris Stephenson speaks uh, very, very highly of, of, of Thomas, um, followed uh Thomas on on Instagram the last few years of, of uh, his health and um, fitness and and what he he gets out to the people and um, really cool to to get his story you know um, I almost look at it as a as a similar path um, of of what could have been maybe because he is a couple of years older than me and you know Ramblers and blah 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 St Peters uh, went to Wellington etc cetera, etc cetera. but uh, very cool story and and. Um, from where he's been to at an early age to where he is now. Uh, interesting, I think, um, that I was really keen to do this uh, podcast with uh, Benny, is that um, and not a lot of people know him that well. Mm. Uh, and when I say know him, I mean they don't know his career that well, how successful he was in Auckland uh, and coming up through the grades. Remember, he was 2004, as we talked about earlier, at the, um, selected for New Zealand at the World Cup in Christchurch. I mean, you don't get that selection... Uh, for no reason, man. He was at the top of his game uh, right there. But also, I loved how we got to get inside his head here tonight uh, and learn about why and how he's over to help other people these days. Yeah, I mean, you, you only briefly uh, set it up there, Chop. I mean, we've, we've had, um, you know, Donny Howe a couple of weeks ago when that start of that, that Auckland um, dynasty and, and Ramblers especially um, going going up, um, you know, one of those boys in those car rides over was was Thomas Cameron. That was um, a- instrumental in those guys um, resetting the standard, if you will, in Auckland softball. So, um, and then yeah, how old was he when he when he was uh, two thousand and four? So yeah, how, early start and 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 um, yeah, storied storied history since. 
put himself there in the line in the latter part of his career, sporting endeavours as mm. such. You know, four years uh, bodybuilding with the IFBB. That's that's balls, man, to go at that level at that age. Yeah, but like you, you hear and talk about it now, Chopper, understanding the body better, you know, um, exercising better for what you're using your body for. You know, I mean, yeah, well, the body's a complex thing and and for somebody, anybody that takes their takes a life to actually study it and make it uh, uh, themselves as well. So not only preach it, you know, become it as well. And, and, and you know, Benny's in great shape and he's still helping out and he's just uh, just announced um, yesterday that he's not retiring. He's going to go and help out um, Island Bay, um, leaving a long time PK for... for um, uh, for, he's been there since he's been in Wellington, so he's going to go and help out some young at uh, Island Bay. They've approached him, but awesome to see him still giving back. Yeah, man, it is indeed. To be continued as Thomas Cameron this season. Looking forward to that for sure. Before we go, bud, got to say a big thank you and congratulations to all those uh, beyond the dugout uh, podcast listeners and fans out there to picked up themselves a. Special edition cap and bull cap and uh, a bunch of stubby holders to wash down those lockdown blues. Yeah, mate. I love seeing those photos. Um, uh, old John Hickman. Um, I, I love seeing Santa post um, his present, get, that he gets presents. You know, um, did you know that uh, John was in the Air Force with my aunt, auntie and uncle? No way. We'll get smaller, mate. We'll get smaller. Wow. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Talking about Air Force, one of the guys who put one is my mate uh, Chucky, Kerry Chuck down. He works for, uh, um, actually, I don't know who he works for. It's in the USA government. Uh, but, but anyway, he's involved with getting down to Antarctica from Christchurch. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that's part of their, their gig. And I've hit him up a couple of times and said, dude, man, I am ready to go, man. I want to go to Antarctica. I want to experience it, do the whole thing, uh, drink party basically i want party in antarctica i've had a couple mates that have done the trip and i actually had a mate that worked um down there he was a he was a plumber for a for a bit on one of the bits uh it's greg gerbich uh, so yeah i've heard nothing but awesome stories and yes it would be a hell of a place to tick off the bucket list yeah man gonna do it for sure come on chucky organize it get us a ticket you know Chopper does not want to pay a cent. <laughs> Everyone knows that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of which, no, yeah, you. continue to thank buy you, the everyone. merch. Thank you, guys. <laughs> hard, hard. Thanks, man. Thanks, thanks. And I hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, and I hope the beer tastes just a little sweeter. Sure it does. I know it does. I've had a few in the, in the stubby holders. But we should have one together in the stubby holders. We should. <laughs> we should indeed. All right, fantastic. It sounded kind of awkward there just for a second when you said we should have one together in stubby, and then I was all I could think of was the shorts. But I kind of know what you're talking about. You're talking about like a beer holding neoprene foam, foam thing. Oh, come on, mate. When are you not in your stubby rugby shorts? Okay, here we go. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what that means? Let's wrap this episode up. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. Wherever you are, so kind of you. Be kind to each other. Guess what? Level one's just around the corner, baby. I'm Damien Collins. I'm Jason Gibbs, a.k.a. Chopper. Ka kite, Arnold. Bring on level one. 
be on the dugout Lace them up and we run out Step up to the place, swing away, or you get struck out Picture on the mound like you don't wanna face this Hit it so hard, you be running around the bases Do it for your teammates, do it for the fam Do it for your city, true ballers understand You gotta work together, you gotta find a way Put your body on the line and make that play Be on the dugout, lace them up and we run out Step up to the place, swing away, or you get struck out Picture on the mound like you don't wanna face this Hit it so hard, you be running around the bases Be on the dugout be on the dugout. Be on the dugout. Be on the dugout.